Gentrifiers, gentrifiers, as one mantra goes, fire, fire, gentrifiers. I believe that's how it goes. It could be liar, gentrifier, fire, gentrifier. I mean, they are liars, most of them. Uh, (laughs) They lie to themselves regarding what they do, regarding what the impact that their... I don't even want to glorify it by saying presence, that their colonization, and I'm on the right, I'm, I lean much more toward the right, just prefacing, <laughs> and I can still use the term colonizer because that is what they are, and regardless of skin color, because you have all sorts, from all sorts of ethnicities, coming into neighborhoods that were, let's face it, about lower middle class or poor, and driving, and it's not just them, obviously they're complicit more so, but it's the land developers pricing people out, knowing who would be coming in, who they were trying to attract, and again, pricing people who are native to those lands out. You know, you wish some people would take some responsibility in this country and not not have to not have them be labeled as a socialist or as an oppressive ideologue but to actually take responsibility. Make make your money. You know, make your money capitalize, but at the same time, know that for these land developers, for instance, you are driving people out who are, you are literally forcing people to be evicted from homes, to just have to move when you shouldn't, and maybe, maybe it's a blessing, it's probably a blessing for a lot of people, actually, to be out of those neighborhoods, and I hope, I don't know what the percentages are, but I would hope that a lot of people who did decide or felt kind of forced to move um, that they ended up in in better places places where there's a real sense of community and not this fake listen I live in New York and I can tell you from walking around you know certain areas especially Brooklyn at times just many areas of Manhattan there is a sense of uh, (laughs) especially the village area, the uh, Union Square area, Flatiron, Chelsea, and Manhattan, but there's, just to name a few, there's this, uh, you know, inherent sense that somehow they are uh, better, you know, just because, and then they're not, because they're not more skilled than you, they're not more this, that, and the other, inherently, no. But many of them grew up without the need to even work for themselves. They got to either choose jobs that they wanted based on connections, based on businesses that are owned by their family members and the many, many connections that they have and the wealth and the resources available to them. Uh, So they could either, again, choose a job or they could start their own business pretty easily 
uh, and expand upon that and then utilize their network and it goes on and on and on without thinking about who they're impacting by their movements by how they choose to spend their money the land developers that are attracting them and a lot of them do and they don't give a fuck they simply don't they'll act like they do they'll act like they're uh down with a certain cause you know that they're all about quote black lives matter hashtag all over social media what have you but at the end of the day they're not going to and i'm not endorsing black lives matter the term yes (laughs) the term for sure needs to be said but the organization itself i don't fall into um an ideologue mentality sometimes i do but when it comes to people who are open socialists <laughs> um, and are, you know, actually letting a lot of these folks, these same folks that I'm talking about, overtake what could and should be an important, no, beyond important, a, a, a transcending moment, a transcending movement to stop the killing of innocent black people in this country you know yeah but yeah again <laughs> it's it's being overrun actually by these same people that I'm I'm speaking about people who want to limit free speech who don't want you you know somebody who's growing up poor lower middle class middle class to advance to possibly uh provide competition to them to end up kicking them out of these same neighborhoods that they're in. But then again, if you kick them out, actually what they end up doing is just moving. You saw it during COVID. They upped and out in New York. They went to all sorts of local hideaways, getaways all across the country. Colonizing, once again. You know, Tony Bourdain, before he died, he was in, uh, I believe it was Jamaica. He was talking to locals there, local fishermen, and they were explaining to him you know, that certain beaches are now being, you know, sectioned off, they're being closed off, uh, where these people make their livelihood peacefully for generations and and provide for their families and are important parts of, of the economy. And it's being, these areas where they have to fish, where they make their livelihood, they're being... Uh, saved quote unquote that's the the reason they're being closed off that's given is that oh it's it's conservation and it's it's being saved tony bourdain asked a very important critical question that any thinking rational smart wise person should ask who 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 is it being saved for you see resorts popping up all across the Caribbean. You know, for what? For who? We know for who. Again, I can be on the right and say these things. Enterprise is what matters. And these people try to fool. They try to fool you into thinking that... And they try to fool especially people who are fresh off the boat people who are and don't be offended by that because by me saying fresh off the boat because 
that's how many of you would address immigrants to begin with. Uh, and me being an immigrant myself, I'm going to say it because I'm taking the power away from you. How about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, they're taking, you know, they're trying to manipulate people who are immigrants, people who don't speak English as a first language, who are trying to learn a system, you know, and they'll manipulate them. It, it, it falls, for me, it fell, me being first, uh, so I came over here when I was about one, literally, one year of age. Uh, my parents, immigrants from Trinidad, I grew up, you know, first gen, you could basically call it, even though technically I'm, I'm an immigrant, whatever, beyond technicalities. I had to learn the system, and there's a lot of naivete and bullshit that is taught in our schools. A lot of history that's left out, uh, critical questioning is not welcome, because <laughs> most of these teachers are burned out, uh, They, and that's part of the system, not all their fault, but many of them are burned out and they choose not to provide a critical education to, to people, to allow kids to ask critical questions, to l really learn about the system and how the system can be changed, who benefits from it the most, how it's manipulated, how it's legally and illegally <laughs> manipulated, what goes into laws, the taxes, again, enterprise, building, creating networks, uh, communication, owning your own business potentially, you know, supporting other businesses, becoming investors. You know, we, are, we live under this notion that you have to own a business. You don't have to own a business. You do what you want. But there's so many paths to creating financial freedom, wealth for yourself and for your families, and to, again, build with people, to help people create enterprise, investing uh, in other businesses, investing in stocks, uh, angel investing, all these things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Supporting in other ways, too. Marketing, etc., etc. The list goes on. But uh, getting away, I think, from my point here. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, the system, the being first gen, really trying to learn it. You get you, you fall into this trap of, uh, of bullshit, of people, the media being very sanitized, um, being coordinated in regard to what they report how they report it, what they choose to ignore, what they choose to give attention to. And a big reason why I am doing this podcast, people have told me I'm a natural teacher, I'm happy teaching, I'm impassioned teaching, I'm fiery teaching. I want to provide this platform, this voice for people who are learning the system to not fall into the trap of totalitarianism one way or the other because ultimately that's what it is whether you go back to both parties supporting this war in Iraq going back to the year 2002 
and the complete, complete lies that were told in regard to that. Lies that they chose to tell. <laughs> they wouldn't even plant, you know, a whole big reason we <laughs> went to Iraq in the first place or that they justified having to invade Iraq was weapons of mass destruction. Now... <laughs> To have the balls to not even try to plant some weapons there, to not even come up with a lie, a coordinated lie, it shows that they, the government, the media, um, were operating, are, have been for a long time, operating on an agenda that does not benefit you, the people who vote for them, the people who put them in office and that ultimately they should have to answer to. And it only benefits the people who are lining their pockets, the people who are have dirt on them. They knew they could get away with it, plain and simple. <laughs> they probably there's probably a group within you know, the halls of government, the halls of lobbying groups of the money and influence that's involved who also wanted you to distrust the government even more but they utilized that war for a lot of things uh, including again the Patriot Act the spying on our spying on us spying on you who voted them into office illegally because it's not it's unconstitutional and for what hmm. if you're spying if you're taking and watching and have the potential to take and watch and listen to everything we do What are you utilizing that for? Hmm? It's manufacturing consent. Trying to manipulate you to do the will of the people who put them, not you, who put them in power, but the money and the influence and the bribing and the manipulation and the dirt that's involved. From those people who have an agenda, who have many different agendas. And by manufacturing consent, manipulating consent, or even manufacturing melancholy and burnout, they can get away with a lot if you're not reading if you're not paying attention if you're not asking critical questions if you're not looking at things with a critical lens and trying to think well okay how does this law how does this that and the other how does this politician and who's behind them affect me affect my family affect my present and my future so I really want people and myself because this forces me to keep thinking critically to think to 
not fall into one party. You know, in Cuba, they like to refer to Cuba as a, quote, one-party system, thinking you're so stupid as to not think it's a dictatorship. Whether it's Republican, Democrat, <laughs> there are unfortunately, you know, people who just want you to give consent. And where that could lead to ultimately, and you've seen it, at certain points in our history, is totalitarianism. Our demagogues rising from fear, ultimately. Demagogues that are guised <laughs> as something good. So really, really... When it comes to gentrifiers, when it comes to, uh, mm, doesn't matter of the generation, Gen X, Gen Z, millennial, people who are, you know, pretty well-spoken, uh, using jargon that you may not understand immediately or typically use, just know that they're trying to and operating from a platform and they don't even really think about the depths of it themselves sometimes, but they're operating uh, from a platform or from an ideology of trying to not only price you out, but to box you out. Any jargon that they're using in terms of corporate speak, tech speak, all these things can be simplified because there are fundamental laws in how we as humans can operate and do operate and succeed and how we are successful, how we get things done. So break it down, simplify it, do your Googling, do your research. Again, teach it to yourself. Otherwise, no one, no one, no one, and I mean this, I mean this, no one else is going to look out for you. You'll get tidbits here and there. You'll get some help here and there. Um, and maybe, you know, some people will be very open and willing to help you once they know you and they can see your heart. But ultimately, it is up to you to ask to be critical and to not be dependent on anyone else we shouldn't be dependent on one another we should be building together and with that said uh, <laughs> I was going to say amen but that seems sacrilege to me or kind of blasphemous I'll leave it at that